Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hi there. Anna David here, host of the Light Hustler podcast. Today, I've got an episode for you from the very hilarious Amy Dresner. She gets a proper introduction in the live show that you're about to hear, but do know that her book, My Fair Junkie, is just out in paperback, and you can get it on Amazon, and you should. Um, I've known Amy for a really long time. I have always been a big fan of her work, and I'm proud to say I gave her her first writing assignment eight years ago at The Fix, and um, she's gone on to have this this marvelous career. So if you want to know, um, if you have never been 5150'd, you want to hear this story because it's probably the funniest psych ward story you're ever going to hear. But also come join us all on the old Facebook where I have a uh, closed group, but it's open to you. You can come join. Just go to um, the easiest way to find it is go to all the right moves dot net slash group. It's where I'm sharing all the stuff that I kind of give my my paid clients, uh, you know, book proposals and how to get published articles and interviews with people who do public speaking. And so I'm really, really excited. We're having a ton of fun. So come join us there. And now listen to Amy Dresner. Before I bring up your next, uh, Amy Dresner is coming to the stage, and uh, she's a former comic, uh, so she's, she's nervous as shit, but she's, she's going to do great. You're going you're gonna to be awesome. But she said, she, did, she paid me a nice compliment. She said uh, that I look like Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, which I thought was pretty appropriate for the situation. So I'm going to bring her up in my Jesse Pinkman impression. Yo. Yo, Amy Dresner is a former comedian as well as a recovering addict, alcoholic, and epic fuck-up. She's been a writer for the addiction recovery magazine, TheFix.com, since 2012. Her first book, My Fair Junkie, a memoir of getting dirty and staying clean, was released by Hatchet last September to rave reviews from critics and readers alike, bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Dresner. Yeah, I used to do comedy uh, till I fucking got arrested for trying to stab my fucking husband and got you know, went to jail for felony domestic violence and then tried to kill myself. So then I was sort of worried about, you know, a criminal trial, divorce, and, you know, how to get sober and not really worried about a 10-minute set at the store, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, woo! Okay, so I'm going to uh, tell you guys a story that is in my book that was released. It's by, it's Hachette, bitch, French, okay? Not Hatchet. Um, 
and uh, was released by Hachette last September, My Fair Junkie, and the paperback is coming out September 18th. That's my paperback pussy dance. So, right? It's weird. I haven't had sex in so fucking long. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> fucking, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so before I tell you the story that's in the book, I need to give you a little bit of background. Um, I used to do a lot of meth. I loved it. I fucking loved meth, you know? I liked staying up for 17 days and writing a new Bible and having the mathematical equation for God, you know what I mean? And like fucking plucking your eyebrows for fucking six hours. I dug it. I dug refinishing furniture and like, you know, collaging and dumpster diving. I was all about it, man. Until it gave me epilepsy. <laughs> So that got me sober for a while. I was like, oh, maybe I'm gonna fuck with that shit. And um, not forever, just for a while. And then I was like, you know what? Cocaine is natural. <laughs> you know, cocaine is made from like leaves and shit. Meth is made from like gun bluing and Drano. It's totally different. Like, let's, let's do that, it'll be all right. And, uh, and I was also like, I couldn't get shit up my nose anymore because I had so much scar, scar tissue from uh, snorting so much crystal, so I was like, you know what, let's shoot it. Like, let's go for it, man. Let's fucking, you know what I mean? Let's surrender to being an addict. And, uh, and also it just, it's more efficient. I really do believe that. It's like, if you had to go to Uruguay, would you take a rickshaw or a rocket? Like, let's get to where the fuck we're going, you know what I mean? So. So. Uh, so I'm shooting coke. Let me explain something. When you shoot coke, you can have a seizure anyway, okay? Shooting coke with epilepsy, not the best fucking idea I've ever had, right? So I'm shooting coke, and I keep having these grand mal seizures. I'm like, you know, I wake up on the floor, and, uh, and I have an epiphany. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Shooting coke is a high-impact sport. Like, I need to wear protective gear. So then I started shooting coke in a bike helmet. So I wouldn't crack my head open, you know? Don't fuck you, that makes total fucking sense. Total sense. Um, so anyway, uh, okay, a couple years later I got sober and I was like really sober, you know what I mean? Like sober where you're like called like, Is, can I take Benadryl? You know, <laughs> like that kind of sober, you know? Where you're like, can I drink kombucha? I'm not sure, you know, like that kind of sober. So I have a fucking grandma seizure cause now I'm having them all the time and break, cracking my head open and losing my license and fucking falling down at swingers and breaking teeth and it's fucking gnarly. And uh, they take me to the hospital and they want to shoot me full of Ativan. And I'm like, wait, I must call my sponsor. I'm a person in recovery. They're like, um, okay. So I call my sponsor and I'm like, they want to shoot me full of Ativan. Is that okay? Do I have to reset my time? Like, is that okay? And he's like, just let the doctors do what they need to do. Okay. And I was like, okay, okay. I was like, carry on. So, so they shoot me full of Ativan. And if you guys haven't had the experience of intravenous Ativan, <laughs> my fucking condolences to you, cause that shit is fucking awesome. Um, so I asked for more, 
I asked for more, and they gave me more, and I asked for more, and they gave me more, and I asked for more, and they were like, no more, lady, because at this point, I was singing and putting on makeup and calling people while still on the gurney. So, um, the next week or two is kind of a blackout. Um, a friend said that I was, she was like, you're acting really crazy. And I guess I said back, I like being crazy. Um, I got my fucking dumb psychiatrist to give me a couple scripts of Ativan, and I just kind of like, like a montage, like moments. I remember sort of pouring the pills into my mouth like Tic Tacs. That was one moment I remember. And then I heard that I was in AA meetings. I don't remember a fucking moment of this. And I was kicking over chairs, and I was like, I'm a princess, motherfuckers! So, super happy I don't remember any of that. Um, so I kept calling my dad like 14 times a day. I was like, I wanna die, I wanna die, I wanna die. And he was like, I really think you need to go somewhere and cool out, Ames. I'm like, you mean like a spa? And he's like, yeah, kind of. I was like, okay. But first I need to wash my hair and I need to get laid. He's, and he's like, okay, whatever you need to do, Ames, right? So then I call every fucking dirtbag, 13th-stepping predator fucking fuckhead in AA to come and fuck me, right? And none of them will, because I'm so fucking crazy and loaded. They're all like, you know, you really should go to sleep, or have you thought about treatment? And it's like, and that's saying something, because guys will fuck you if you have a peg leg or a wood eye. They don't give a shit, you know what I mean? So. I, uh, I take a cab to the spa, I puke in the cab. He was psyched about that, the driver was super happy. And I wake up and I have signed myself into a 72-hour involuntary psych ward hold at the now defunct Thalians. And I'm like, fuck. So my roommate was 32, she didn't know why the fuck she was at the spa either, you know. She's like, I just had one glass of wine and a Valium to relax. Like, I did not try to kill myself. She's like, I have six children. I, have, I had two sons, I just had quadruplets, I have six children. I'm like, oh no, that sounds like six reasons right there, bitch, you know? <laughs> Let me explain something to you. When you're in a green gown, a green paper gown, everything you say sounds crazy. You know, I was like, um, they told me that it was a spa and that's why I'm wearing my bathing suit. So, you know, I'm like, I, I am really worried that my cat's not eating. Did, did he tell you that, Amy? So, I call my dad and I'm like, you know, I got, you gotta get me out of here. I, I gotta get out of here. And I'm like, there are people who think they're Thomas Jefferson, like get me the fuck out of here. And, uh, He's like, if you want to get out of there, Ames, then you better act like someone who can get the fuck out of there. Like, I don't know, what does that mean? He's like, shower and eat and go to groups. I'm like, oh, okay, Papa, thank you. So, um, so I start going to groups, and uh, there was one gold group, and it was called Goal Group. And uh, we sat in a circle, and we talked about what our goals for the day were. Because there are so many fucking options in the psych ward, you know? <laughs> It's like, hmm, should I make another clay ashtray? No. Hmm, you know? Should I do a puzzle? No. 
maybe I should just rock in my room and fucking cry for three hours in a corner. So uh, the, uh, the social worker who uh, led Goal Group was named Megan. She was like, hi, welcome to Goal Group. We're gonna talk about what our goals for the day are, okay, you guys? Um, I wanna remind you that there's no touching, <laughs> sexual or otherwise. We let words warm us from the inside. I'm like, that sounds fucking boring! So first up is this Russian woman, and she has no teeth, and she's gurning, and she's growing a small goatee. Um, and she has a ponytail here, like a fucking unicorn, okay? So that's when I hit me, I was like, holy fuck, like you, ponytails are the crazy dial of humanity. Like, think about it. Like, if you have a ponytail here, like a unicorn, you're fucking certifiable, right? If it's just up here, you're just sort of like perky with manic tendencies, like pebbles, like, huh, you know? Like if it's sort of like back there, you know, you're just like some basic sorority bitch like going for a run, you know? But if it's like at the nape of your neck, you're like depressive or lesbian or like a sister wife, you know? So, so her, she was like, my goal for the day is to pray to the baby Jesus because you're all talking about me and it's all negative. And I was like, Good goal, you know. <laughs> Next up was this black guy, and he was in a wheelchair. He had these very, very thin, burnt legs. But they were really beautifully folded over each other, and so I called him Origami Man. <laughs> I really was like, God, what if I could just like fold that shit into like a swan or a crane or something, you know? Anyway, his goal for, he was like, my goal for the day is to decipher the governmental messages and the meatloaf that we're having later. And I was like, keep me posted, bro, you know? So then there was a blind, fat lesbian and she was like, my goal for the day is to make a friend because it's dark and lonely in here. And I was like, isn't that a Morrissey song, you guys? So then she asked me, she's like, what's your goal for the day? And I was like, my goal for the day is to get the fuck out of here. Right? I can't believe I'm the only one who said that. So afterwards, I'm eating pudding, because that's what you do when you're in the psych ward, eat pudding. And uh, this German guy comes up to me, and he goes, you know, you think that uh, you are better than us. And I was like, oh, God. And he's like, you, you think that we are crazy, but you are not but you are here for a reason too. And I was like, that's very insightful. Actually, what the fuck are you doing here? Because you're smarter than most of the doctors, you know? <laughs> that did not keep me out of the psych ward. I was put in the psych ward two more times. You can read about it in my book, My Fair Junkie. Get it. That's it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>